0: everybody, welcome back to the second episode of the You Should Know podcast. Thank you so much for all the support and all the encouragement on the first episode. It surpassed any expectation I had, but that's enough of me. Y'all know about me. Today, we have a guest that is literally the epitome of why I started this podcast. No, dude, chill. <laughs> you have, bro, your wisdom and the gems you can give to these people. I, I know it's just like everything I wanted this podcast to be. Dang, dude. But let me give them the rundown. He was voted the 2017 and 2018 Best Personal Trainer in Austin, Texas. His goal is to help you be physically and mentally healthy. And you can sign up for his online PT and programs at linktr.ee backslash Izzy It is... The one, the only, no. Izzy Elevating, man. I appreciate up, man. you coming on here.
1: I'm glad to be here, dude. I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so bummed again that they didn't hear what we talked about in the beginning oh, before it all went on. That's <laughs> what,
0: like, we've been in here for probably three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> great conversation already. It's been great. So many gems, and they're only for me. I know, only for me. just for you. <laughs> yeah, but we'll sh- we'll, let's, let's start from the beginning, because I like to do a beginning, middle, end for my podcast. Well, beginning, middle, now. Ooh, and I like that. So... Yeah. Your beginning is super unique. Whenever I was doing prep for this podcast, I was looking at stuff and I was like, no fucking way.
1: Wait, I want to pause you. You you did your research, which is awesome, by the way. I want to be like everybody listening, that's super pertinent because I've been on some things where it's you find out who is who the moment of and that's yeah. not super oh yeah you know what I mean like yeah, you can miss so many good things yeah if
0: you go in having just an idea yeah of who you're interviewing or who you're having a conversation with you can get so much more out of yeah, it yeah dude it's and intentional yeah yeah and especially with your story I was literally on your Instagram and one of your Instagram highlights was you know the German flag and I saw that I clicked on it and it's crazy let me not let me let you explain it so yeah, you, yeah. you were born in germany
1: yeah dude so we uh, i was born in germany a little city called villemhoven and uh i lived there for about 10 years um and then uh kind of long story short we moved here to america um started over you know what i mean and and just mm-hmm. kind of rose rose on the economic or rose, rise,
0: ro- whichever one. It's it's uh, our podcast. We no, can invent yeah. words. I'm trying to think of a dictionary here, <laughs> yeah. but
1: um, rose the, on the ranks of like the socioeconomic stratus here in America and mm-hmm. went down this route, went to college and uh, kind of, you know, pursued personal training. But kind of the thing that's kind of the super concise version, right? The, the mm. details uh, that kind of make the, the whole German thing pertinent and important to mm-hmm. me and worthy of Instagram or posting on Instagram is that um like when when we moved my dad took us from our mom when we were young okay. um and i haven't seen her in 16 years so there's a there's a woman out there my mom in yeah. germany who hasn't seen her son yeah. 16 years you know what i mean she the last time she saw me was when i was 10 yeah so versus like now <laughs> yeah
0: like literally just got because i i knew, i read this information but hearing you say it like chills like i, I couldn't imagine that yeah. how,
1: how do you think that shaped you dude that's that's a intense ask question in a good way i mm-hmm. mean it um man i mean so we well, you know like if you don't have like so i, I didn't grow up with that motherly presence right mm-hmm. so i mean it 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 did a lot of things like mm-hmm. i i grew up obviously i think when we look at like the psychology of not having that kind of feminine energy in your life it, within your like super um uh like that stage of life where we're it's it's we're just very oh, there's a word for it i forgot it's formative years, like mm-hmm. within your formative years. I don't know why I blank like formative. <laughs> um, Like I know super intense muscle groups and super yeah. medical names of everything. The but formative I, got yeah, you. Yeah, formative got me. Um, But yeah, so when, you know, when I'm learning of the world, like from, what was it like 10 to 10 till now? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but even then, like from 10 till Let's just say 18 that's about eight years where there isn't a mother there like your mom you yeah. know i was fortunate enough to be adopted into a family later on in life um and i had that but even like it you know and her name's pam she, you know, i love her to death and she knows this we we talk regularly um but like and i say that i preface it that way because it can be hard sometimes to be like a like a foster parent mm-hmm. and then there still be like a real parent like yeah. what a unique dynamic right For and so sure. um it's I had a motherly presence right Um, and like a nurturing presence but I didn't I didn't have it for four years prior and when I did have it it wasn't like my mom who I knew who Mm. I grew up with right Mm. there is that that chasm still there Um, and obviously with that too you know any anyone adopted a, a parent or a kid in in any kind of adoption realm foster realm understands when it comes to like familial dynamics. It's so unique. So yeah. um, not growing up with that, man. I mean, it, it definitely changes you, dude. You you know, how you view the world, you know, how you view women, mm-hmm. um, yearning for them. Like I grew up just super focused and like hyper focused, almost uh, dependent, like very codependent okay. on women because of that. Like, yeah. you know, when they, they say like daddy issues when, you know, the yeah. dad wasn't there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a real thing for other people, like for men, who didn't grow up with mothers or even women who didn't grow up with their mothers right like those things have detrimental effects but um it's cool man like it you know that's a negative or an adverse effect of what happened but um i think it from from the adverse like effect like Mm -hmm. my my acting outward from those uh internal changes like i made a lot of mistakes that i learned a lot from so i think even though I grew up with it, like it didn't serve as a, as a crazy hindrance. You know, I wasn't mm-hmm. just damaged goods. You know, I wasn't just a statistic that has mom issues or like is weird with feminine energy or mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you make the mistake and if you're conscious enough, you can you can understand like, hey, I think I'm, I'm noticing these patterns in my relationships or I'm doing these things. And yeah, if I really ask myself the hard questions or if I really do the hard thing and, and evaluate truly and zoom out and zoom in and, and and ask again ask 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 a lot of questions about why you're doing what you're doing you kind of can trace back to you know child trauma or yeah. trauma in our childhood
0: do you think where did you get that introspectiveness from how were you able Dude. to just be like okay I know these patterns I caught that because there's people that have grown up in perfect households yeah. no trauma at all and they can't you know yeah realize things about themselves how did <sighs> I, I, think,
1: I think trauma is, is trauma slash pain. Uh, Charles Spurgeon, he's a great philosopher. He says that it serves as a megaphone to mm-hmm. rouse us amidst our deafness, right? Yeah. And so, like, oftentimes growing up, like, even zooming back when I was a young child in Germany, like, my dad was... lot of people know this. I shared on a lot of podcasts too. Like he was this Pablo Escobar Mm -hmm. of Germany. He was like the Central Intelligence Agency guy in Iraq, like crazy ish. Jason Bourne, dude, like the the Middle East beast from the Middle East. Like he was Jason Bourne Sinbad. That's mean. That's like I can say that. You know what I mean? Like. I can put the arab emoji in there but like um but that's who he was and so i mean when a guy like that has a a kid or has kids Mm. man like you can imagine it's gonna be weird like those kids are gonna grow up weird yeah um and he was he was super duper abusive i mean you know we grew up on the laps of prostitutes watching like poker games with like coke on the table like people getting stabbed like you see that stuff you know it's (sighs) nuts dude i know and at the age of like four to eight to ten yeah so Growing up, like I, 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 started seeing things that were just not what I thought I was supposed to see, and that's because I had like media and TV, and so mm-hmm. I would see how Hollywood or or just the the media portrayed life, mm-hmm. like Zack and Cody or yeah. whatever with Shia LaBeouf. What was that? Um. That was a good one. I forgot. Um, Even Stevens. Even Stevens.
0: (laughs) That show, I don't know why as a kid, it terrified me. I don't know why. I don't know why.
1: I think, dude, ever since, anyways, that's a side topic. (laughs) Um, Like, that's when I noticed. I was like, you know, I think kids, like, you're supposed to have fun. Like, Mm -hmm. you supposed to frolic and, like, run around and, I don't know, like, just get into fights and, like, you know, playing mud and stuff. And I just wasn't, that's, like, one, two random things, right? But Mm -hmm. I never we were stuck in our room, like having to read biology books at the wow. age of eight, like stuff wow. like that. So, and then we would see like sex and, 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 and like violence. It mm-hmm. was so crazy. So I, I learned to observe and question <laughs> through trauma, through like novel experience. And um, and I just kind of carried that pattern. I learned that I had to ask questions to find the answers. And I found a lot of answers at an early age um, through seeing a lot in an early age. But then that introspection I think carried all over to like my adolescence and even my 20s now where i i can make a mistake quickly and then and kind of say okay why did i do that you know Mm -hmm. um yeah a lot and a lot of it is relational Mm -hmm. you know again how we act as a result of our childhood um is a result of a a lot of our childhood and so if we have that introspection just see like hey why am i doing this you you can notice like i did this because i yearned for that attention from that person Mm -hmm. i really don't know them i don't like them this much you know stuff like that so but you don't ask those questions when you when you don't have trauma. Like when we're comfortable, mm-hmm. we don't ask questions. Yeah, you know when, I mean that's a lot of Austin. Like we're very very freaking comfortable, yeah. dude. Yeah, like, and we don't ask any hard questions because we don't have many hardships here. That's which a, is that's true. Okay, we work hard for it. Yeah. but we just don't. And so, as a result, I think we end up being not introspective. We don't ask a lot of the hard questions. We go through our life as a robot you know Mm -hmm. we don't challenge anything we don't push the envelope we listen to all the rules and don't question why it's even in place maybe um, i'm all about following rules i'm all about doing the right thing but you know the great minds of old say like you have the moral duty to disobey an unjust law in Mm -hmm. a way you know so it's people aren't as wondering that you know um but we need to it has to do with the body has everything to do with the body Mm -hmm. like if we're talking training too right Mm -hmm. like we don't audit ourselves. We don't. We don't wonder what our body ought to feel like or mm-hmm. how we ought to move. Right as a basketball that's, player, dude. Yeah. Like your range of motion is everything. Yeah, for sure. Right? So for sure. if 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 your shoulder range of motion, like that was a horrible explanation, right? <laughs> but um, freaking just didn't even get near, <laughs> near the rim, dude. Right. But like if that's if that's screwed, you're you're screwed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right? You can only know you're screwed if you ask yourself, what does it look like to not be screwed? Mm-hmm. You know, what is great range of motion? Mm-hmm. What is an optimal life? How ought I to live? You know
0: that's deep yeah no that's really deep and before we get into the you know what you're doing now the training and everything you're going back to germany you, you've been working yeah, on it for dude. a long time and recently <laughs> there's been some big dude yeah. moves forward yes man
1: oh dude i'm excited i gotta learn how to contain this but um yeah man i uh so i did a lot of this work i mean kind of going through all the the hoops immigrationally we came here as refugees and then we had to turn uh, into asylees, and then we had to turn to residents, then permanent residents. Then I was get, I was mailed like a couple of years ago when I was in college. I had my green card mailed to me, but it was, it like everything said it was delivered, but it literally was never delivered. Wow. And I did some research, and there is kind of this like super rampant issue in the USPS, the United States Postal Service, mm-hmm. where um they uh they uh, like if they notice it's like a green card, mm-hmm. some people kind of just snag it and sell on the black market. Wow. yeah yeah dude it's kind of crazy i mean my brother like wow. i have i had a brother growing up through this and he went a different route like mm-hmm. he stayed with my parents i ran away and got adopted but he literally just bought like an identity from some about of someone yeah. in the dark allegedly web.
0: yeah allegedly allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> i like it i got you don't <laughs> dude, worry about dude, it I, those legalities are on <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> allegedly Alleg- <laughs> this is all for podcast purposes and entertainment here at the You Should Know podcast. I <laughs> just winked. I
1: love it. <laughs> Why is it so perfect? But um, so, I, but I, yeah, allegedly. So. <laughs> but that's like, it's a crazy world out there. So mm-hmm. I didn't get my green card, man. And uh, I had to go through all of it again. I mean, like, it's like thousands of dollars and so many little fine print pieces. But I got all the documents. And now I'm just waiting for a call from the government to mm-hmm. go get a stamp. And then I'll be booking my flight and having uh, two of my best friends come with me, kind of documenting <sighs> it in a way. Yeah. yeah dude 16 years man like just picture that can you, know?
0: you even imagine what that's gonna be like
1: i i've tried a couple times man um and it's it's something man like dude some days i'll think about it and i'll just weep like a mm. hardcore unattractive weep you yeah. know like wailing <laughs> yeah you know like it's nuts but then some days it, it just gives me like this peace i feel as if i'm like at this Culmination of a big chapter uh, a big protagonistic climax in my story in my life story, you know Mm -hmm. And I feel like this hero, you know, I have this I've never felt so confident in my life because I'm I'm, you know, I am doing something seemingly impossible, you know, like for sure years like I found my mom on YouTube Dude, I saw a video that she posted like hey, we're still looking for you on YouTube when I did everything looking everywhere to find her like, em- embassies, immigration, I called everybody using as much German as I knew at the time. I'm f- super fluent in it now. Yeah. I have to practice it again. But, like, all that. Couldn't find her. And, you know, 20th century YouTube oh, connected me. Crap. 20 years ago, dude, 20 years ago, maybe, I would say, yeah, 20 years ago. Because this happened 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You don't have any tools to find yeah. some like somebody from this. I literally have to go to Germany. You know what I mean? I, maybe the time to get my papers would have taken double the time. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But... I, I imagine it and it just I'm like I'm at, I'm at the end of something big here and you know it's hard to gauge like the universe or God or whatever man but like yeah. I'm like this just feels realer than anything realer yeah. than training people realer than the nine to five this is the real world this is life outside of Austin like there are kids in this pl- on this planet that go through this you know mm-hmm. I'm one of them yeah um, and and most of the time those kids that go through that they end up being institutionalized in a clinic, you know, they're mentally just unhealthy, damaged, compl- like, you know, committing suicide. Like statistically, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be here, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And For so sure. I, I know my role and yeah. I, I've never felt so much purpose and reason in my life, yeah. you know, justifying why I do what I do. Yeah. And so um, this whole Germany thing hopefully serves as a catalyst to show people the real world, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and get us to maybe ask these questions that we're at, we aren't asking,
0: you know. That's, inside. I'm super inspired. Like, that's, that's unreal. And, yeah. you know, good luck to the, to Thanks, you. Dude. And I can't wait to, it's going to be on Instagram. Where you yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what a I, weird so, question. Like, this yeah. thing you're about to do, is it going to be on Instagram? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, because yeah. that's, so. the, you know, the way the world's, like, connected now. Yeah. You know, if I want to hear about, you know, the next was, chapter. I, I'm excited, yeah. dude.
1: Like, after, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to keep everybody tuned in. Um, You know, I think the cool thing is, is that like i've been battling between like you know honoring the moment mm-hmm. uh, and um and and honoring myself in it like can mm-hmm. i getting rid of any expectation you know i'm doing all this imagining i'm like this close to seeing my mom yeah. after 16 years
0: you like, can't blame yourself for doing all that yeah, yeah. dude it's
1: a weird mental game yeah. dude and and now in this training season i've actually like just slowed down specifically okay. for this germany thing because it's taken precedence it's priority number one mm-hmm. but i've just done nothing just Mentally prepping myself for it. Like yeah. I can't start a new venture right now. Yeah. I'm about to go to Germany. Yeah. You know I can't do this. Yeah. So it's it's been a weird one, man. But we'll see it unfold.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see it. And going into your career now, whenever you came to the United States, when along the road did you decide fitness? This mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. Yeah, this is what dude. I'm passionate That's about.
1: That's a I love that, man. I remember I remember the exact moment I when we came here. I uh, I stopped playing soccer for a little while. I was playing soccer in Germany. That's like you know, World Cup winners, yeah. like you're playing Germany, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, we came here, and we're just starting over. We're, like, homeless for six months. Like, there's no way I can play soccer, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But I started to back up, and I just practiced. I played some catch-up. I worked really hard, and I made it on my high school team. And I remember one of the kids there, David Dewey, one of my good friends. He uh, he showed me his protein drink. And I was okay. like, what's that, dude? Why are you drinking chocolate milk? <laughs> he's like, no, 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 It's it's something protein. I was like, protein? Like like the stuff your muscles made up of he's like no 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 dude like if you drink this after you, you train or you run like it'll help you rebuild your muscles you get stronger and i was like like steroids <laughs> you know like yeah. like creatine that one yeah. kid uses and then yeah. we thought creatine is steroids mm-hmm. like so he's like no dude it's like healthy it's like you eat like if you eat more you get stronger so i was just like i was like can i have it he's like no you know but yeah. I, I like tried on my own i was like protein i'd look it up and see what it's about. And I just, I, I learned that you can ingest something and it change your body. You can do something mm-hmm. to change your body for the better. You know what yeah. I mean? And when I noticed, I was like, I, I just noticed like a, a pattern essentially, like, you know, you can breathe, you can, if you run a certain amount, if you do something, a certain amount, if you impose a certain stimuli on your body at a certain frequency, a certain result will mm-hmm. come about, right? And you can create a desired outcome based on how you tune those frequencies, right? Of yeah. that workout or the types of workout whatever. And so I learned that and I just got so passionate about learning how to change the body. And I think I think I more so just loved that one can change. Like mm-hmm. I grew up super overweight, there was a time where I was super underweight, like I've been on all the all the ends of the spectrum. Cause we would eat like, we would eat like so much food and it was like greasy, Middle Eastern food, rice and lamb and all that. And uh, we, I would drink Coca-Cola more than water. Like I would drink three liters of Hill Country Fair Cola, dude, Suc- like sucralose water basically, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And so that, I mean, it was not healthy. And so when I learned that I could reverse that, mm-hmm. Dude, I was all in. I was so all in. I wanted to learn more and more about the body. It was it was crazy.
0: And you're vegan now. So and I just this is the first time I'm hearing about you know your crazy diet you used to have. Yeah. And now you're like what? Yeah. So <laughs> d- d- does your choice of being vegan now does that come from your childhood? Like if okay. I know what it feels like to eat all this negative food and how my body feels. And, or was it just like, I want to try being vegan. So,
1: so I'm actually plant-based. There's a little bit of difference. Like, and I know it's crazy because like, if someone has a plant emoji on Instagram, you're like, oh, they're vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but plant-based is, is, is kind of like, I don't know how to, I don't want to, I want to honor both kind of like schools of thought or ways of life, uh, with veganism, it's, it's, uh, it's like a bit more in-depth, like, you like you're not wearing silk underwear because silk comes from silkworms. Okay. Um, you're not, you know, you don't eat collagen, because I, I believe that's like uh, uh, bone cartilage from animals. Um, you know, I think some vegans don't eat almond milk even because the pollination process is super taxing on the bees when it mm. comes to the migration, and the whole pollination process, right? Uh, even though, you know, almond milk is a great plant based mm-hmm. alternative. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but being plant based is kind of maybe the the step before uh, veganism and, and one kind of layman's easy way of saying it, which doesn't do it full justice. I want to make very clear saying that veganism is kind of like the like the next level, the step up or kind of like religious in a sense, mm-hmm. like you're doing it for, um, you know, like the school thought where. Uh, where you believe that like animals have feelings and they can feel pain mm-hmm. um whereas plant-based people might or might not believe that you okay know what I mean? and so Makes um sense. and and my at least where i'm coming from is being plant-based i wanted to experiment with just making a base okay. a principal foundation of my diet plants and see what happens and i did mm-hmm. and uh prep Tudor has been super awesome in helping me with that they're a plant-based company here in austin um and a juice line. all these awesome like plant-based companies have helped me kind of pursue Like, now five, four months, I think, uh, of intentional eating, like, just with making plants my my foundation. Um, And, dude, I've never felt this good in my life. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, not just endorsing it for the sake of all the hype, but... I, I didn't want to do it because of all the hype. I didn't want to do it because, like, the politics and, like, the, you know, you e- if you're a vegan, you're crazy and you're, like, a religious nut about it right. or, or you're not and you're a horrible person because you're killing animals. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ease into it. And um, I actually me- – I, I was doing an event for Vega, their plant-based protein mm-hmm. company. And so one of my buddies, one of my best friends, Mike, was there, and he uh, talked to me and meeting him and his girlfriend and a lot of other plant-based people and vegan people, they – uh, kind of showed me like what it was all about. And they were like, it was so cool. It wasn't like down my throat. It was just super chill. And I learned about it over time. And I, I felt so confident that I got to make that decision. I didn't feel pressure to do it. So I, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to just try to be plant-based for a little while. Like I, I want to see what happens. I feel like, right. You know, like I had a lot of stuff happen in my life. How about like a little reset? You know, mm-hmm. let's, let's see what happens for six months, you know, anything good, worth doing is going to have like a long-term effect but you got to do it for a long while so why not try this plant-based you know i get to i do get to help you know make austin a little bit more sustainable i get to be intentional with my purchase my dollars my eating Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Uh, i started kind of being more conscious about like uh, being more sustainable when it comes to you know like uh waste or Um, like my shower routine, right? Like the care, the the chemicals and parabens and even the containers, right? Like Mm -hmm. just thinking about like, man, this stuff really stays in the earth forever. It does not biodegrade. It takes thousands and thousands of years for this to even have a dent in it, you know? So maybe I can live a life with a smaller, you know, like chemical carbon footprint, you know? Um, And I want it to, I want it it to be intentional. So I was like, let's do this. And so I have greater range of motion now, dude. Um, It required me to slow down which is okay. a super pertinent part of any kind of successful anything yeah. slowing down. Right. Uh, you know, I was able to become way more flexible. I'm weirdly stronger, but I've lost weight and I've lost a little bit of muscle. But I think that's that difference. Like our body has this amazing ability to consolidate muscle usage. Right. It's mm-hmm. able to go and tell like, hey, I mean, there's the analogy of Milos and the, and the calf, right? Like mm-hmm. if you carry a calf over onto a mountain for it to drink water, this is a, in the story, uh, holes as well um, as that calf grows and becomes bigger, you become bigger since you've been carrying it over time. It's progressive overload. You can progressively induce a a dietary change, you know, same thing with mental, but it forced me to slow down, eat more intentionally, cook at home, uh, shop differently, shower differently, think differently. And, and it's cyclically, it's like a cyclical effect because the actions to be more plant-based made me think and act differently but because my diet was cleaner and the things i'm ingesting were like better for me cleaner um you know non-gmo like it was a simple healthy ingredient it was it was basic yeah. it wasn't there weren't there weren't chemicals that i couldn't pronounce in it right yeah. and i started ingesting it on like a high frequency my thinking cleared up like i'm thinking clearer than ever yeah um i'm I, i'm just i feel like i just this Level up. I've been feeling 2.0 real hard, real long right now. Just because I'm like, I just, my ingestion, my audio ingestion, my dietary ingestion, my any stimuli, like I've become intentional about what it is that, that, that I'm eating or ingesting, you know, what's what I'm feeding my eyes and ears and everything. And I just feel so great, dude.
0: Yeah. And I, I heard you say it now. And I also saw on Instagram for Vega, I watched the video where you were talking about going plant-based and you said you can think clearer now and Mm. you really stress mental health mental health uh on your instagram and you know through your training programs when did you realize that physical health and mental wellness work in tandem dude yeah
1: i think the moment i probably failed at like a deadlift or something i don't remember specifically the moment but i i knew that my workouts were affected if i didn't have a clear head you know if i had an argument with a friend or significant other my whole day was kind of ruined and so and obviously too if if i primed myself like if i changed how i woke up and i I maybe listened to something motivational in the morning maybe i meditated in the morning right i just tried all these things i noticed that my days were better my workouts were better Mm -hmm. i was more in tune with my body and so I i would just experiment man same with a diet like i would just I would just experiment and feel out what's going on what's the what's the result and i would notice this pattern again like okay man like when i get my eight hours when i really try to get eight hours and the hour before i go to bed i turn off the tv um if i maybe meditate before bed i I ease into sleep and i sleep deeper and then i wake up way more refreshed no bags under my eyes right Mm -hmm. i feel looser like i i'm just so i feel so loose my spine is loose i have this great range of motion um you know I listen to a motivational thing while I shower and then I set my intention for the day right that's all brain work that's all yeah. mindfulness yeah. awareness and and then my day just dude I I I felt like I could truly put a stamp of approval on that day you know yeah. what I mean my stamp of approval
0: yeah do you feel like peep it has your mind and your body have to work in tandem for you to be successful Ooh. in the weight room because there's a lot of people that you know I know personally that you know go through mental health issues and like they can't control it they can't Mm -hmm. control one day wake up and they you know don't feel like doing anything yeah can they still be successful in the weight room like if they want to build a nice physique do they have to be
1: it's hard man like it's it's kind of the cycle right like you tell people hey like i mean i have even i've had i have uh my brother used to be depressed i used to be depressed like um And we're told like, if you're depressed or if you're hurting, go and do, be outside, Mm -hmm. impose that stimuli, right? Actual sunlight, actual air, greenery, right? Like different colors. You see the world the way it ought to be seen. When you do that enough, something happens, some sort of like, you're living how you ought to. So Mm -hmm. you're feeling how you ought to. And those kind of follow suit with each other in the same way like if you're depressed, you know, you don't, you don't have to, or I'm just using depression as an example, yeah. but like you can go to the weight room and still be kind of like not in the zone, but the sheer act of doing it could realign you back into the zone. You know, it might be the very thing that makes the mental get better. Right. Mm-hmm. I noticed that for me, okay. I noticed that working out was a mental, uh, like, uh, positive uh, mm-hmm. effect like it, it had a positive effect on my mental um but i also know that if i started with a positive mental it affected my workout even more positively right so it, i think they're exclusive and inclusive of each other for sure yeah it's it's a weird balance man and that's why it's very case by case as well it, you know for sure yeah like i uh, with my clients or anyone i talk to i'm mean, there isn't one standard like you're depressed like you need to go work out and yeah get undepressed like, yeah no, for no for sure you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah. but it's it's so linked dude Um, you look at like, even like our mind, right? Like it's our brain and our brain is a muscle and our brains first, like it's the, the brains, if you just look at the structure and, and, um, kind of the purpose of it and what it does, um, you notice that its main purpose is to move this body. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to live, survive, right? Hunt, do. So it's an objective minded muscle essentially. Um, so when you do things, you move when you move the way your body the way it ought to when mm-hmm. you use your brain the way you ought to you weirdly start feeling the way you ought to which is clearer Yeah, you know not depressed but living mm-hmm. like you ought to yeah it's a t-shirt idea way to happen no but yeah if you nah, live, i've
0: been hearing it i'm like i'll definitely get that t-shirt dude, you know, i gotta you know, i gotta learn how to not. shopify <laughs> yeah like, for sure but yeah man no yeah that's great and outside of you know mental health and you know all that you know really true deep stuff there's people out there, majority of America, majority of people that are just lazy. Yeah, you know, they yeah. just, uh, people are like, you know, you hear this all the time around the, you know, uh, January 1st, it's my year to go to the gym. Yeah. And then, you know, it, you know, it weather's down after a while. Or people are just like, this week I'm going. Why do you think people don't go to the gym? Why do you think people that are like, you not just don't go, but have the mindset to go. And then just on like a random Wednesday, they're like, no how do you how do you lock in how do you be consistent
1: how do you be consistent man it's a hard question but it's it's hard because it's simple you just you have to do it like Mm -hmm. it it, there's i know it's the platitude i i read it all i get annoyed by it too But when you just when when you start getting older and you just do more of the right thing you realize like you just have to do it like you can't give up um like the reason why most people give up is because it's hard yeah that's it's it's look dude i mean how old are you 20 20. Yeah. dude i'm 26 like I'm i remember 10. me when i was 20 you're doing so great for 20. By i the appreciate way, dude. Like, that I, I, dude i i would slap my 20 self but <laughs> um, that, but at like, at least in my age when you get older like you realize like dude like the world is just a division of people mm-hmm. the people who s- who do the thing they're gonna say and the people who don't yeah and it, and, and that's okay the beauty about this is that people can change. Right. That's why these systems and training and all this stuff is in place. But Jefferson says it this way. He says that there are 80% of people who don't think. 15% of people think they think and 5% of people actually think. And I've kind of noticed in my young, still naive observation of the world um, that actions kind of meet that division, that kind of that ratio. Most of the people that I meet like aren't thinking, are, are wanting the easy thing, want to pursue comfort. And then it's that five and 15%. But the beauty is that you can be in any of those and change. Yeah. Like, it is an awareness. Yeah. It is truly an awareness. And people can hear that and they can get upset about it um, because I think they're hearing something they need to hear but don't like it. And then the 15% and the 5%, like those people that are truly intentional or at least trying to truly be intentional, like with a pure motive and pursuing virtue, doing the hard thing, which coincidentally is almost always the right thing, Yeah. you know, like they know they're listening and they're like, no, yeah, I remember I had to go through some traumas. I had to do some things. I had to grow up. Right. Yeah. Um, but you, you start realizing like people fall off cause it's just hard. Like yeah. we're so used to, I can go on a rant about this dude, but like we're just used to short term, um, like, short-term pleasure, short-term fulfillment, fulfillment yeah. short-term missions, short-term everything. Yeah. We forget, like, this mechanism, the body, dude, it takes a long time to change. Yeah. It takes a long time. But if you, like, I almost I'm so tempted to create some sort of program where it's like a money-back guarantee 30 days. Because if you do sleep for eight hours, I can guarantee people 100% they sleep for eight hours a day. Uh, and if there's some like weird anomalies here and there, it's still okay. If 90% of your month was eight hours of sleep, 90% of the month you had in the amount of water you ought to have and you, you impose the, uh, in the amount that you need for stimuli when it comes to exercising and you, you rehab accordingly and you eat accordingly the mm-hmm. way you ought to for said stimuli, the workout, your body will change and you will change. Most of them tend to create like a school, like an academy from like the greco roman era, where you come in and you're one person and you leave and you're virtuous. Yeah. You know, like the great minds of old wanted to do that, but it requires that. Like the reason why people quit is because they do a month of burpees and they're really hype about it. Mm -hmm. And you realize like, dude, only doing burpees didn't do it for you. Like Mm. you needed to sleep accordingly. Wait, you needed to meditate. Like I know meditating is weird for a lot of people. I get it. Mm -hmm. It used to be for me. I do it regularly AF now, dude. Like, I have to.
0: I want to get into that. I can't. Dude. I've tried. because
1: Headspace. Headspace. I
0: Yeah, I heard about it. I saw it on a, on an ad on YouTube, and I wish I would have done it, you know, whenever free, I was dude. learning to meditate. Yeah. yeah. So we would, I played Juco basketball. If anybody knows anything about Juco basketball, it's super underfunded. So you, Dang. I'm eight hours on a bus with the seven footers, and you're all like Jeez, this. Yeah. So I was trying to sleep. It would be like, our game would end at nine o'clock, you'd get on the bus at like 10. Yeah. So you know, you're know, you trying to sleep, go back eight hour drive and I couldn't sleep. And so I've, I've heard J Cole talk about it. I've heard other people talk about meditating and so say you try to focus on one thing, maybe a sound or, or something. I honestly don't know how to yeah. do it. How do well, you meditate? Just I,
1: what I like to do is I, if I don't use the Headspace app, I, I just, I just, when I'm still, I find a comfortable position that might be laying down, that might be sitting up. Like, I want no tension. Okay. And, and I've noticed the best, like, I even encourage you to do floating, maybe. Uh, yeah. The reason why I said it is because if you can mitigate any kind of or as much stimuli as possible in your body, then you can really, th- like, tone in on your brain and your mind. Yeah. And then I just usually, like, I just think... Like I think and look and kind of like this spot right here. And I just, I just like think there, I look there, you know, and I, I let thoughts come in there. I literally just exist. And if I think something like, oh, okay, cool. And then I just, I, Okay, I like, so you let thoughts yeah, come in. So yeah, you, You're don't.
0: thinking whenever you're meditating. I'm not
1: though, like, cause our brain, our brain does yeah. without us wanting to right. do it. Like you could be rolling out and, and like doing rehab and like a traumatic experience happens mm-hmm. or a memory comes up, right? like. Mm-hmm. Our body just our body, our brain just thinks it just thinks it just does. With, you know, it's, it's involuntary a lot of times, too, but it's very voluntary as well. Yeah. And so you can voluntarily let your brain be involuntary or act involuntarily and have control over it. It's hard. It takes yeah. it takes some practice. And it took me spending some time with that headspace app for sure. Okay. But um, yeah, man, like it's it's a direct correlation to any kind of betterment. Because, dude, if you can control your thoughts, you can control your emotions. You can control your emotions, then you can learn how to be patient. You can be a better boyfriend, girlfriend. You can be a better husband, wife, partner, whatever. You know, it's it's a lot of this is control, man. It goes back to training and success. Yeah. We learn how to slow down and just control that deadlift. It's cool to lift it from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. But if you can slow down and really feel everything—shoulder, scapular retraction, everything—and just lift that perfect line of energy going up, you're so good at that point. That's a cleaner, it's gymnast esque, it's very mm-hmm. graceful. I always think of dancers too. That okay. sounds weird. But like yeah. the way they move, it's intentional. Yeah. It's yeah. fluid and their their body dancers and gymnast bodies have the most strength. Why? Because they pursue that control.
0: That's that's really deep. And the thing about my meditate so whenever I try to meditate, I've done it in my house. I've done it, you know, just I try to find the most like secluded place, try to, you know, where I'm comfortable. Yeah. And so but I have like I have anxiety, like, bad anxiety. Same, yeah, so, dude. yeah. So, when I'm sitting there, I'm just like, oh, 3,000 things are happening. I'm like, breathing nope, too. I'll it. tell
1: you, breathing, actually. Sorry, I can't believe I didn't mention this. Breathing helps, especially okay. with anxiety. It, in public or whatever, too. Like, sometimes just, like, taking deep breaths. Again, like, what we've done is this goes back to how we ought, ought to live. It's about intentionality. Why are you doing what you're doing? Is it how you ought to be doing things? And when I look at, like, slowing down, we should be able to. So, if we can't, what's wrong? something we're doing is not what we what we ought to be doing and then you look and you're like okay well to calm down what's required okay eyes no stimuli oh we need oxygen breathing and so taking in super deep breaths into the nose out to the mouth patternizing it you know four seconds in six out whatever there's certain number of patterns that elicit a, a different kind of emotion or like a effect mm-hmm. and uh, but it's breathing slows you down because breathing directly affects our heart rate and if our heart rate is slow then everything else slows down with it so people thousands of years ago found out, obviously it starts
0: with breathing. Okay, timeout, out, time out, time out. There is a little technical issue whenever we were filming it. So I didn't know, but whenever I got home and started editing it, I realized that two of the cameras went out during recording. Normally I have somebody behind the camera, but I couldn't this time. So for the rest of the podcast, it's just gonna be straight Izzy. You're just gonna see him, which is great because that's what we're here for. We're here to learn from him and he has a bunch of gems to drop for y'all. So this is the timestamp for how to stay motivated through success. Here's a timestamp to learn how to find the right information for fitness on Instagram. If you're looking to get into PT or training, this is the timestamp where he gives you advice on how to get started. Then Izzy gives us great insight if college is necessary for those who wanna get into PT or any kind of creative field. And finally, I went to Instagram and told you guys to ask Izzy questions so he can answer your questions personally, and this is the timestamp for that. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Okay, that's it for me bye yeah and this isn't on the docket but this is a 100 percent serious question have you ever thought about being like a therapist or getting into that dude a counselor (laughs) at high school or something
1: dude oh dude you i would love to i i used to be a pastor actually so i was i used to counsel a lot but dude it was it was dumb man like it was i was i was still very young and i was a freaking pastor at 21 to like 22 or 23 Mm. and i did not know the world yet and so um but i i love it i I would love to be a counselor and i i dance with that idea a lot you know because i know dude i just love i just i love helping people think man i want to i want to do like after the germany thing i'm thinking of doing like a couple certs and stuff just for like mental and counseling i would love to see that you know yeah um yeah yeah
0: no yeah because i was sitting here and i'm like i'm learning about myself when you're just talking about you i'm learning about myself like oh (laughs) damn that that makes sense
1: people if dude you know we're all counselors man i think it's our role to help counsel other people Mm -hmm. but obviously we've like dude i want to normalize going to a counselor dude like that's dude i'm a personal trainer like i'm the counselor for your body essentially right but inadvertently i'm also the counselor for a lot of people emotionally it's really funny so but um Counselors are just personal trainers for our brain. So I, I always strongly encourage it. But we also can counsel each other. It's a good friend is a good counselor to yeah. you. He who, he, he who counsels you well, you know, is a good friend. And so we ought to do it. You know, you dude, when I walked in here, you didn't know it. But, like, you had counsel that I listened to. And I was like, oh, interesting. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. Not, it's not age restrictive either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I deem you to be successful. I don't know if you deem yourself to be successful because everybody has, you know, this is – if I achieve this, this is what success is. Smart, yeah. I like that, yeah. So I, I see you, I'm like, oh, this guy is successful. And do you see yourself as, like, successful? I think so.
1: I do, I do. I, I'm doing everything I've wanted to do.
0: Okay, and, and in success, how do you stay motivated to keep doing more? Because yeah. there's, you can reach the peak and be like, yep, I did it. I'm sitting back now. Yeah. How do you stay motivated to keep wanting to do more, keep achieving more?
1: When it comes to wanting to do more, man, honestly, like there comes a point where you, you do something and you're like, I made it. You know, I remember that was like winning the best trainer the first year in the road, right. Mm-hmm. Or the, in the magazine. And, uh, I thought I was going to like, just kill it. And I did. Yeah. And then, uh, I realized I was like, okay, but this isn't everything. So I started looking at other things. Right. I look at like, you know, can I be a Gymshark athlete? Can I be a Gold's gym this? And I, I start creating these next goals and I, I achieve them. And I'm like, okay, there's gotta be, there's gotta be like a goal goal like having the best program or something, whatever, uh, being like Arnold. But I realized kind of quickly in the game that like, you're always going to want more. Um, and, and you just in terms of success, like how do you define it? What does it mean? Like, how do you keep wanting to do more? It's, it's realizing that like, first off you're going to keep hunting the wrong thing. If you don't learn about the hunt, like if you want to be successful, you have, what does success even mean? Anything that you want, ask about it. Like, learn about it. Like, if I want love in my life, I have to learn about love. I have to learn everything that it is, right? Or at least as much as I can handle, yeah, right? You know. So, if I want to be successful, I have to learn, like, what does it mean to be successful? Well, does it mean that I'm happy? Like, okay, well, when am I happy? Well, what about joy? What is joy? You know, so. Yeah. I realize like for me personally success is not like materialistic things you know even those things are abounding right now and I'm really thankful right. having like where I've, I've come from I'm like this is crazy but um yeah I just I, I usually stay motivated for the next successes um thinking about like how are, how is the what is the way that I can do this current thing to help other people right. you know what I mean like um yeah yeah success is a tough one man it's it's how are you successful? Or how can you be motivated to keep pursuing it? I mean, ask what it is first and then, and then obviously go for it, but learn that it's not some tangible thing you're, it's really not about like getting it, it's about maintaining it. I think Pitbull says that too. Shout you out know? to Pitbull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he, like you're gonna get to wherever you wanna get to if you do what is necessary. It's just simple, it's yeah. simple matter of fact. When you get to where you wanted to get to, because you did what you needed to do, you're going to realize, okay, like this is a current space that I exist in, this area of success. Because uh, most of the time, we usually attribute success to some material thing. So let's just say you get that house. Okay, cool. Now what? Yeah. Okay, let's get, you get the Rari. Okay, cool. Now what? Like, now what? Then then you maybe realize, okay, success means something within my body. Maybe it means I, I win this accolade. Maybe I'm the fittest person in Austin. Maybe I'm the okay and then what like yeah. what success okay maybe you helped build wells in africa maybe you helped cure cancer and then what like what is success yeah. you know we got to get the right idea about it you know and so i think it's success is what you define it to yourself you know yeah uh, that's like finding a dating partner you know like it's not one thing it's not a one-size-fit-all kind of thing mm-hmm. um it's very case-by-case case, you know and and it, we can't tell someone else's success idea is bad or good. Like if someone wants a Rari, go for it, dude. Right. Like that's cool. I they look great, and mm-hmm. I'm super. And even me doing this, right, I'm like it can be very like pitying. But I'm like, no, nah, dude. Like I'm not you, and I, if that's what you want, and you're happy when you have it, fuck yeah. Yeah. I think I think if you want to listen to me, I think that might be short term, and you, you could use that money somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So for me right now, success is really helping people. I I wanna, I just, I, if I were to. If I were to kind of create like a little list or something, it would be this Germany thing, Um, successfully having like a good outcome of it, you know, like uh, packaging it, making it look good, so it can help inspire other people. And then I don't know, like a gym, you know, better, more sales on the program, you know. But other than that, like I I would, I want to help people. It might mean getting more certs to do that very thing. I got, I got two big goals, two that are like big success things for me. But I want to, I want to normalize. Teaching ethics in schools, like if I want to lobby for that politically, you okay, know, um, and 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 equip um, and kind of bridge and equip underprivileged families, bridge the gap between you know like Whole Foods food and their access to it. You mm. know, I grew up in that, and I did not have access to that. Yeah, looking back, I I know how to do that. You know, and so I want to I want to help teach a lot of people how to do that and kind of reform our whole education system and reform the whole system. Yeah. I mean, we should be doing a lot of things very differently. For sure. We're we're not doing it the way we ought to. Yeah, for sure. Teaching, moving. Actually, it's a lot of lack thereof. A lack of true teaching, a lack of true moving.
0: That's 100%. And, you know, to round off this whole success thing, at the end of your days, whenever it's time to hang it up, what do you want to be able to look back and say, yeah, I accomplished that? Dang. Man, I
1: just, I want to... I want to look back and, and say that I made a difference, man. Yeah. That's that's all that I want, man. I, you know, people don't like it like memento mori. Like, remember your mortality. Like I'm man, I was born and I'm going to die one day. Mm-hmm. It's not scary. You know, it's just real. I might get scared more of it when I get closer to it, yeah. Probably right. Like yeah. I'm talking like I'm invincible <laughs> right now. Like, geez. But <laughs> I, I, I know I have a certain amount of time here, man. And, and if I can do anything I can to help make it better for my kids my my wife my partner or whatever their kids then i'm gonna do whatever i can to make that happen yeah. and I, I think i will yeah. you know but i, I want to look back and see that i did yeah
0: and people can already tell you're so different from majority of you know fitness instagrams that you see especially for me whenever i was uh you know, because i'm a skinny guy you know, I weigh like a, <laughs> a a buck ninety maybe no, six out of a buck ninety, bro. Uh,
1: six at nine, yeah, yeah, I see. You. So <laughs> it's like I'm,
0: it's it's slim, yeah. it's it's spread out. But so I'm looking on Instagram, like, okay, let me try to find some fitness accounts. Let yeah. me see who's gonna help <laughs> me get jacked. And I go on <laughs> you know, these fitness accounts, and it, there's not a lot of information on some of them. And yeah. they got you, you know you see like three point five million followers. I'm like, okay, so they must know something. But then you see, it's like, oh. They're selling tummy tees. And I just like, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm not learning anything. I mean, you look good. How do I look like that? So when you were. (laughs) Great question. Yeah. When you were creating your Instagram, (laughs) when you were creating your Instagram, how did you, were you aware of that? And what, did you make a conscious effort to like. This is how I'm going to be different. This is how I'm going to separate myself. 100%, dude.
1: I knew, dude, I was watching Steve Cook like five years before I went into the game. I knew five years before I got into this that I wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. I needed to take care of some other stuff, bills, and I wanted to, I wanted to put in an action like what Steve Cook, what Arnold did for five years. So I did the hard jobs. I did the uh, pill-baying, pill-baying, Bill paying, wow, um, worked the hard whatever's like, got the certs, had the experience, elsewhere trained people while doing a nine to five. Um, I did all that work and I studied the game and I studied the, the market and the industry and what's going on and I saw I was super, super saturated, one, yes. and then two saturated with a lot of misinformation. Uh, and I used to live that out. Like, I remember, like, you used to have to show your abs to sell a program in a way. Mm-hmm. But we've gotten, we've learned now slowly that's like, okay, dude, you can have abs, but your internal will be so messed up. Like, your gut, your literal second brain, dude, is so messed up because you're eating nuggets. Mm-hmm. I, dude, literally the foot of my f- car had like a week's worth of like nuggets because I needed to get my protein in. And no wonder, like, I had horrible acne yeah. and like it was just coming out of my skin. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So. Um, but I, I, I looked at that and I I was like, no, I want to inform again, how people ought to move because I knew that if people do the thing with their body, that the the way they ought to, if they do the thing they ought to, man, the, the physique naturally follows Mm -hmm. again, dude, 80% of people, Mm -hmm. we want to look good. They want to look good. I get it. Um, I did it for so long. I spent eight years training hypertrophy, just getting the gains, looking the part, looking cool and jacked. And I couldn't. I had no range of motion. I couldn't climb. I was like, I used to love doing that stuff. Yeah. So you can do the right thing in the wrong way for a long time, and it really messed you up. And that's everybody. And that's a lot of these Instagram guys. Um, they're they're misinforming. They're they're giving maybe one chunk of the information. You know, they're saying that. I don't man. This is like a big soapbox for me. Like I feel like there are a lot of personal trainers out there basically making people sweat. That's it. Yeah. We're not equipping them. We're not equipping our clients with a mental. Like tool belt, you know, like what ought you do, ought you to do if you, if you're anxious, should you work out, you know, like, is it okay to not work out sometimes? Where did we get off on the idea that we have to work out every single freaking day? You know what I mean? Like how much water should you drink? every we're not we're not equipping our people at all you know what i mean and so i i i personally think i can do way better too now in terms of like equipping on instagram right like i'm there with white letters and doing uh, leg days yeah i'll write leg day all day but it's not just hypertrophy it's function it's range of motion it's static eccentric dynamic right plyo everything you're that muscle that you're gonna get dude you're gonna get jacked if you do the right thing Yeah, it's just be patient again yeah. these guys a lot of these guys are selling a short-term low quality product for short term uh expectation people that's that's and so yeah like if 80 percent of the world is wanting something quick to fix their body just to look good and that's it yeah like it's a very shallow reason it's it's not like negatively or like i'm not talking about or anybody but it's just it's just like shallow you just want to look good okay like that's you can you can yeah. but it's it, there will be no foundation and your body will literally hurt Yeah, like you will not feel good you will have no range of motion stuff like that um you'll probably overwork and not sleep and have anxiety because why you need to look good because you believed some rule that you need to look good yeah. you need to look super fucking jacked or yeah. like no you know and so um i want to i want to differ myself from those people and learn how to like just equip people i it's i want to i want to equip people for them to never see me again okay like i get joy from helping people figure out their splits or what they should do on a certain day when and what frequency, and then I want them to practice it. I love my clients who like actually learn how to roll. I love my clients when they do that workout day that we talk about because seeing me for one session isn't gonna do anything. Watching one leg day video for me, not gonna do anything for you.
0: Right, so for people that wanna get into what you're doing and not be the conventional, you know, like what we were talking about, the negative side of everything, the saturated part of everything, what advice would you give them?
1: Mm, that's good. I would say, if someone wants to do, like, what advice? That's, there's a lot of pieces of advice I could yeah. give, them, but I would say, just to start off, I would say, study the market, like study the market. Look at what's going on. Look mm-hmm. everywhere, like you're gonna, s- because if you're trying to get in there and you're just gonna do mirror selfies, right. And tell and like writing bullet point workouts, then you're not gonna do anything. You know yeah. what I mean? You know if you're gonna sell workouts and programs and stuff, like how are you equipping people? Are you talking with them? You know, um, learn learn what it learn what real fitness. This is cheesy and it's very virtuous, but like what learn about what actual fitness is. Okay. You're a personal trainer. You're supposed to train the body. Do you like? I mean, I'm all about the NASM certifications and stuff, but. They're not equipping us fully on how to train people at all, Okay. not at all.
0: Yeah, and I saw you stated that uh, you don't need a PhD to start becoming a trainer. What is the most important part of becoming a trainer? Is it relationships?
1: That's a good one, yeah. I think it's just knowing knowing people Um, because if you know people, you learn people's motives. And one of the big motives in this fitness industry is, wanting to look good mm-hmm. so if you learn the why behind why someone wants to look good their why you can help contour it and see okay like we can get you looking good but we got to do it the right way if right. you just trust me and because of all the info that i you know like touted to you client um if you do this with me for this amount of time we're gonna see that result you're gonna start seeing but you got to be patient right. yeah i always try to bust out to new clients that jefferson quote because You got to think this this is the i want them to know i want anybody starting up to know like the industry that we're trying to get into that they're into that they're trying to get into essentially you're dealing with one percent of people in the world pursuing betterment yeah um and out of that one percent half of them like start and do it long enough sorry just start and then some of them drop off and then half of that half like do it long enough, but they do it in the wrong way. Like they, mm. they did the output just to get the aesthetics and now they tore a bicep, right? Like mm. that's, I've, se- I've seen that happen yeah. m- multiple times for the sake of size only, Yeah, like that's, that's it blows my mind. And I used to do that, it's so crazy. I can't believe I did it, but I did. The other one is like 0. 0.001%. Those are the people that are gonna do the right thing long enough in the right way and listen to you and eat accordingly, roll out, foam roll, rehab, float, meditate, whatever, Mm -hmm. do all the things. Because this human body is supposed to move a certain way again and just lifting it for curls is not it, you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. they need to know that they're getting into that industry, you know what I mean? They need to know that it's super saturated and everyone wants to start, but no one wants to finish and do the hard work. Not a lot of them do, everyone Uh, wants to start. So you're getting into a business where you're about to have people pay you some money real quick and drop off all the time and you're going to think mm. it's your fault you're going to think it's like you have a you're a bad trainer yeah and it's not that most of the time honestly
0: yeah and i don't know if we were talking about this off camera or on camera but you're talking about going to school like a lot of people are like no, I, I don't want to go to school it's not important you were mm. saying how it was but you know i see personal training and tell me if i'm wrong as a mix of you know education and the creative field so A lot of people in the creative field, like people with what I'm doing, people who are in the arts or whatever, we sit in school and we're like, I don't want to learn how a butterfly affects the ecosystem. I want to go make videos. I want to go draw this. I want to go do that. Do you think that going to school for a personal trainer is important or should you just focus on getting your certification and building connections? Yeah
1: i think going to school in a different way is saying like getting educated Mm -hmm. and currently the a lot of the schools in the school system aren't educating appropriately or educating uh a person the way they need to we it's it's not varietus it's not it's not case specific it's not person specific it's it's very conveyor belt it's it's just very one product everybody learn how it's the Albert Einstein picture if you've ever seen it, I'll send it to you it's basically one tree and you've got like a giraffe a gorilla a lion you've got like a goldfish in a bowl a cheetah and like this Albert Einstein looking character says okay class you know if your first test you're gonna have to climb this tree and you've got all these different types of animals yeah. different you know mechanics thinking having to climb this one tree Like, that's what the school system is Mm, right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so, like, you might be a cheetah, dude, and you might kill it on flat ground running, right? Mm -hmm. You might be a killer predator, but you're in a system where you get to never practice those. I look to a lot of Europe and a lot of Germany does that, where their school system primes kids to test and try things before they commit four years vocationally to this. It's rad, dude.
0: That would change our education system so much. Yeah. Cause I know personally so many people that are like, I'm not doing school because I want to do this. And yeah. I don't know why I'm learning this. I don't yeah. know why I'm going to class every Tuesday and Thursday and measuring the circumference yeah, of a snow cone. It's tough, man. Like, yeah. cause
1: like we're told that we have to. And I, I look at like certs and, and diplomas as a fancy way of telling people that they have to listen to you now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't have my college degree. Okay. and I, I have my cert, all I have is my cert, but I'm able to go ahead and like dabble in, in, in PhD-esque science for the body. Um, I, I can hang out with master's degrees of kinesiology, and, and I sometimes know more, only because though I think my own passion for it carried me so far. Right. So I don't think you need to go to school, maybe ask that, that kid or that person wanting to get into personal training, they need to ask themselves like, who do you want you educating, or who do you want educating you you know okay um i i use it i love some someone specific right now in austin that i love is sumer he he trains uh a couple of my friends and he's trained a couple of other friends too and it's it's this guy who literally just he's the sensei of the body dude like he knows it so well i'm like i would rather kids go to him and kind of get that intensive study kind of that apprenticeship for the body and and be freaking equipped out the wazoo dude rather than a NASM certification class, or even the UT training program. Mm-hmm. They, they they all do, they do educate, yeah. but I feel like you could have learned so much more in such little time mm-hmm. with more intention and made it more creatively applicable to a client and learned relationship. These classes aren't, I mean, I don't know. It's been a long time since I got certified, man. I've gotten the, the continued education constantly, but I don't know if any of those like formal classes, when I took mine like years ago, we weren't taught about how to talk to people. Yeah, we weren't taught about bedside manner or like how you ought to say something. Mm-hmm. You know how to? I think like you can't just pull out calipers on someone that's not very comfortable, like lifting their shirt. You know, it's just right. protocol. Right. But you aren't taught that. The book right. says this, so you, you're coming into your first session with calipers. It's mm-hmm. really scary.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so already the gems on this podcast have been crazy. I'm gonna have so many clips to well, put out. Go. Yeah. A lot. And whenever I, a couple people ask me who's the next person on the podcast, and as soon as I, you know, booked you and we got everything ready to go, I told them and ask him this, ask him this. Cause no so way. many people are like wanting Dude. to learn about the body. <laughs> and so I went to Instagram today. I was like, you know, <laughs> let me just get their questions. Out. I wish I would
1: have seen, I would have put a, my own question in there, like, <laughs> like a little toss. Yeah, up, yeah, like, yeah. Like a homework for me. Let me see. Um,
0: um This one is a good one. How do you eat healthy on a college student budget? Mm, that's a really good question, dude. That is.
1: Because we've associated health with money. We've, we've associated it like a luxury. Health is apparently a luxury, and it's not. Um, the question is, say, do, how do you eat healthy on a college budget? Yes. Cook. Cook. Okay. There's nothing cheaper than cooking. Um, even, even the expensive whole foods, mm-hmm. it's so much cheaper compared to going out. Right. And, and oftentimes we ask and we say college budget, but it's also a college time budget. You have to be intentional and budget your money and budget your time to have a day or two a week mm-hmm. to dedicate to cook for the next couple of days. Mm. It's the only thing that makes sense. It's hard to cook every single day all the time. Um, maybe you could cook one meal a day in the house and it could be something simple like salmon and broccoli. You obviously have to know your like calorie um, separation in terms of carbs protein and fats, but, um, you, if dude, the quick one, one liner is cook at home on a college budget, you know, mm, okay. Um, there are, there are HEBs out there. I I almost love and hate this question because it's really tough yeah. for a lot of people. I, mm-hmm. dude, I, I remember, you know, like tuna cans and rice. That was super yeah. duper budget, yeah. man. Like tuna cans and rice, tuna cans and rice. And I literally would smell like tuna. I would sweat. Mm. and I would smell. It, it was bad. Mm. dude. I had juju, <laughs> but, um, not the healthiest, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely college budget, but not the healthiest. So there is this like having to meet each a little bit, Um, but cook and look at the ingredients, keep it simple. It's ironic that sometimes the simplest of ingredients are the cheapest, you know what I mean? And then we're worried too, like we eat, we really do eat a lot more than we need to. We really, really do. And Mm so you realize like, okay, that, that higher price whole foods maybe might inadvertently lower your portion size the way they ought to as well cuz we in, in America I'm no joke even even healthily we're eating way more than we need to in terms yeah. of portion. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I hope that answers your question. Um what are some of the main keys to build and maintain explosiveness? Ask that again? <laughs> what are some of the main keys to build and maintain explosiveness? Build and maintain. With any kind of mechanics, when it
1: comes to kinesiology or biomechanics, you mm. want to just practice it. So it's repetition. So if you want to become more explosive, I look at like um, a squat jump, and it's explosive plyo movement, right? If I wanted to train somebody um, in in becoming more explosive with the squat jump, which would mimic it, or which would mimic it, would trickle into jumping, sprinting, um, picking yourself up off the ground, kicking, etc if you wanted to do that, you would definitely look at the mechanics. So if you wanted to get more explosive, you do different varieties of that plyo. Box jump, if you look at a box jump, you can focus on jumping up on the box, but then also you have to, you have to condition your muscle, that's whatever muscle group that you're trying to make explosive or the complex muscle region that you're trying to make more explosive you have to do the negative version of that movement. You have the come down, the mm. jump down. We're always focused on jumping up, yeah. right? What about jumping down? What about the reception of the movement, the, the, de, like the, the de-oscillation, or de-escalation of that movement, right? Yeah. Um, what about mimicking that movement with weight? Um, doing it with one foot unilaterally, right? Sideways. Hit every plane when it comes to the body. I'm using just box jumps as an yeah. example because yeah. it's really easy to grasp. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's side box jumps. Um, high knees leg complex right squatting um i go back primarily most time to control like if i want if i want to be more explosive yeah and i'm not trying to get lost in the waters of all these different techniques of explosiveness because there's a lot of them and they all do work um but then we get we kind of get bogged down like when i should be explosive when and how many times i should hit legs and how you know when should i recover um i almost say like dude first and foremost if you want to become like you if you practice the easy explosive moves like the mm-hmm. super simple you're like dude I did this in elementary school yeah i guarantee you if you couple that with the right water again i'm talking gallon a day and if you sleep that 8 hours and you roll in prehab and whatever the day after and before mm-hmm. dude you're going to become explosive and you uh-huh. learn how to control the movement if you want to learn how to jump dissect every part of the jump okay but it's 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 a um, it's really hard to consolidate it man but yeah. like dissect the movement practice it in a variety of ways practice it in multiple um, uh, planes, um, add different stimuli to it, right? When it comes to um, uh, weight resistance type, you can do, you can literally do work with bands, Mm -hmm. ankle weights, vests, um, carrying it with weight. There's so many ways to become explosive. I could Mm. talk about this for hours. No, yeah. We needed a second podcast. No,
0: 100%, I might break this up into two podcasts. This is great. (laughs) Um, I think, for the final question oh, I wanted to oh, save shoot. this till the very no. end because this was everybody asked this and I think yeah, everybody, asks this, everybody, I'm scared everybody now, asked dude. this. it's 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 one of the most popular questions in the world um a lot of female friends of mine oh god asked, no please dude no I promise you it's not bad I'm not trapping okay, you right like, now what? I'm not trapping you no. right now you're good you're good
1: oh god <laughs> this is my safe place <laughs> yeah yeah you're, you're good because I thought you're I was good. safe <laughs> you're good I
0: promise you but the the number one question i'm pretty sure if you go into google it's probably the number one asked question oh god how do i get thick
1: dang okay i was okay that's i'm like relieved. <laughs> yeah. no oh yeah I, I promise you i
0: got oh you you're god. safe you are safe
1: dang dude, i was like if i got on the spot i would hate you so much
0: i wouldn't do that to you <laughs> no man. i don't know you know what the question would be yeah, but yeah
1: um how do you get thick Dude, what is thick? Talk to me. Like, what is the kind? Of, like, slim thick, thick thick, yeah. two C's.
0: I'm sure. A C and a K. Like. I'm sure. You know, if I were to guess, it would be. <laughs> it's just like a nice slim thick something. Yeah. Something good,
1: dude. If you're trying to get thick, caloric excess. Like, okay. Um, a great a great combo is like. We're eating in accordance to hypertrophy and training in accordance to hypertrophy. So I like to, I usually, I literally just have my, my plant-based buddy even, dude. I mean, you would think you can't make gains on plant-based or anything. Had this guy already increased 10 pounds in, no, was it 10 pounds in six or four weeks? One of those, still really, really yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, he got thick, right? Like bulky, jacked a little bit. And um, he was eating in excess calorically and he was training in accordance to a hypertrophic response. So like he would train six to eight reps. Um, sometimes you're feeling crazy you can do 12 for a little bit of endurance and it would all be within a minute 45 second to a minute rest time I think that's even like the clinical clinical like standard when it comes to hypertrophy so we're trying to get thick that means the muscles under it mm-hmm. under the you know everything it's trying to get bigger but then we like a little bit of padding like that yeah. little you know it's a little thick I guess again. yeah yeah such a unique question <laughs> yeah that's true floor yeah. eat more and then just work out that region your whole body um, you gotta do the whole body you can't just do leg days you can't that homeboys that, can't like we can't be doing just upper body yep and if you train your legs your upper body grows guaranteed that's just how that works is that
0: right 100% that's a gem. That. I didn't I didn't know it.
1: No, dude that is a gem well played yeah and if you're trying to train your lo- if you train your upper body your lower body will get better but if you only limit it to your upper body no uh, your lower body is, is supposed to carry your body like we yeah. got to work them out in tandem
0: right yeah so well, there you go ladies and gentlemen you learned how to get thick. that was the raging question y'all got it Dang. all right y'all made me y'all made me get it out but uh <laughs> You know, if you have any more questions, you be sure to hit up Izzy on Instagram. Izzy, go ahead and talk to your camera where they can find you at.
1: Yeah, yeah. You guys uh, can follow me on Instagram at IzzyLUBABY. I think uh, you're going to post it up there for them to see. Oh, 100%. Um, Yeah. I love asking and and answering a lot of questions. So if y'all have any, feel free to shoot them at me.
0: Yeah, I promise you guys. This guy, his... Knowledge is goes beyond anything I've ever seen. You can see he's very passionate about it. We can literally sit here and talk Dude, all day about dangerously, everything. dangerously. Yeah. But you can follow me on Instagram at PSH8 or on Twitter at the PSH8. This is the You Should Know Podcast, Izzy Man. Dude, thank you. This was great. Good, this was great. Dang. We'll see you next time. Oh, uh, that was dang. awesome, bro. Dude.